Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you haven't been on Josh. for four months, so I mean... Look, yeah. it's Andrew. That was so... Even he didn't know who he was, so I mean... It's, it's true, I forgot who I was. <laughs> it's been too past, long. Past four months. God. But we're here. So how's your past four months been? Yeah, he's got a lot of records now. Yeah, I bought some records. I bought some Blu-rays. Nice. I got that big Al Adamson oh, man. box set. It's so beautiful for such a... I don't want to say piece of crap, but I mean, like, you know what you're getting into with the movies. Like, yeah. they're super fun, but they're, you know, they're stuff we love and not maybe the average it's person. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, exactly. Did you manage any productivity or just watching a lot of movies, which is also uh, no shame in I that? I went on a lot of walks. I mean, I don't know how many steps I got. A lot of nature walks, a lot of soul searching and reflecting. <laughs> yes. Man, that's yeah. good. Are you looking? Spoiled? A lot of grocery shopping. Because what else? What else was I able to do? I, I did online dating. This thing called online dating. Interesting. Wait, is it? It's harder during a well, pandemic. Uh, is that a dumb well, question? Well, uh, Zoom dating or ah, whatever. Speed, really? Speed dating on Zoom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh my god, I never even thought of that. So we're both married, shackled, yeah. married men. <laughs> I was gonna say lame. <laughs> we're, we're both. Well, that too. <laughs> but that's very interesting because online dating is really no weirder than other kind of things in the past, like you know, newspaper dating or phone lines yeah. or VHS. There's always been some kind of weird technological or way to meet strangers that is not just going up to someone in a bar. So during and this, who wants to do that now? Well, uh, well, yeah, even worse now. <laughs> like this sounds like a joke, but somebody was telling me that some younger relative of theirs they were talking about dating life and stuff like that and they weren't even being facetious and the younger person who i don't know if they were like a teenager or 20 was like wait so you're saying you would just go to a bar and find a stranger and talk to them and not get maced and when you think about it from that point of view you're like yeah that's kind of weird that's kind of strange yeah it's a lot of trial and error i was never good at it so was it you on screen with Someone it's for... like a an online event where you're given like it's like the forty year old virgin yeah where they go from table to table right and right right talk to a random person for five minutes so you don't see like this is done third... online on on Zoom where they yeah. have it, they have it kind of set up where you're put into a virtual room with a person for yeah. you know five seven minutes at a time. Hmm. That's cool. So it's not like thirty people all that you see at once on no, screen. That would be no. so overwhelming. Well, like maybe a job at interview. first, and then and then they kind of pair you off. Okay, that's and that's the reality now. Like they're yeah. not. Oh, for gonna, sure. They're not going to stop doing that. Man. Yeah. That's it, smart. I remember, and this was a number of years ago. Now I always lose track because I forget how old kids are. Like to me, kids are always four, and they're like, <laughs> "No, I'm 10. And I'm like, "What?" But I have a friend of mine who met her partner online, and even if this was say seven or eight years ago it's god a little bit longer nine years ago you know you don't want to say weird you don't want to judge anybody but it's weird you know like it's just like i'm going online and just meeting a stranger and hoping for the best but now she and her husband who's another great friend of mine are married have a home have two kids and they did it you know and they did it off of online I, I met my wife online i don't know if i you didn't know that, that. Oh, yeah. yeah so and we just bought a house so there you go i'm on, those on, things on reddit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On reddit. <laughs> no and all these are the weirdest sites you know you could imagine but no nah, we not even a good one like it was plenty of fish like but i don't even know if that's not even good, yeah the- <laughs> like that's like the bottom of the barrel pretty much but it's just the like i don't want to have to actually pay yet can i do this not paying and like i feel so much worse for women because oh my god like they just they just get hundreds probably thousands of just horrible messages and stuff but like and she messaged me actually too so it's even crazier and yeah and it worked it was like that one that where it feels weird to say because like I, even at that time some people were like 
oh, what you met online? Oh, there was that weird oh, yeah, stigma. Sure. And I'm like, who cares? Like, I'm not just walking up to a loud bar screaming in someone's ear. Like, it's annoying. I'd rather. And for you her, don't do that anymore. No, I never. I was never good. <laughs> like, I've never picked up a one at a bar. Like, I've never been able to do. It. Like, I'm great at talking, like strip, just talking to women. But I'm not like crazy suave or anything. Only like now I am. Now that I'm married, I'm like, well, that, where was that? Like 20 years ago, but. Still, like, it's super weird, but it worked. And I mean, for her, it was just because she worked with women mainly. So she couldn't meet anybody. Did so. anybody go by who was like a furry or like, <laughs> no, <laughs> any, like, no, unfortunately, get no. into the wrong brony? chat room. By the, what are they a called? Brony? Yeah, oh, brony. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be interesting. I don't know if I've met someone like that. I don't know. Well, it's like not in a dating point of view, but I've done like half a dozen online interviews in the past few months. And leading up to our reopening, I did two online interviews, one with CTV Local, one with CTV Coast to Coast, and then a phone interview with Global that was just, it's weird how TV has like a print quotient, (laughs) but just that it made it easy because I didn't have to get up at five in the morning and go down to a studio. I just got to roll out of bed (laughs) at 8.45. You did your own makeup. (laughs) Yeah. And it doesn't look great. Like I try my best as someone who plays with lighting, but I'm sitting there and it's just kind of like... Like, I don't have any, like, flags or drapes you, or anything. Yeah. There's a setting on Zoom where you can make yourself... It, it's like an enhancer. You can make oh, yourself look a little more... attractive more, or... It's, it, like, softens your face. <laughs> so you don't look as... <laughs> it just you gives can, you John Hamm's face and yeah, say, it, it, like, it, oh, I'm looking good. It can... It kind of makes you look a little bit more presentable, at least. <laughs> That's funny. I have, like, one of those... Those soap opera kind of like, oh god, like yeah, it's like a filter. the motion blurring or yeah. whatever, the smoothing. Yeah, like, oh it my. was funny though. I was sitting there waiting for this eleven thirty a.m. interview or eleven a.m. interview. They were supposed to check in, and like eleven became eleven o two, became eleven o four, and I was like, where'd they go? You're getting the cold sweats. And then I get an email, and all it said was, "Really sorry, you've been bumped because," and I swear the quote was, "The thing with the queen," and my first that could reaction be was. Did the queen die? Yeah. Like, and so I looked it up, and what it was was this heartwarming fluff piece where she knighted a 100-year-old soldier. Oh, and killed him. And killed him, I, yeah. yeah. you got to be careful <laughs> like with that sword, him, man. Yeah, tapped him. <laughs> it's really heavy. How could you even lift it, too? But anyway, that's a whole other thing. But so I got bumped for the queen, so I get to put that on my like bio for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's... But I did the interview later, and I don't watch the news at all. Full disclosure, I don't watch it. I get my news from... Colbert and, and John Oliver and Andrew but, and I and you guys yeah <laughs> but it's an interesting thing because once upon a time it would be go to a studio look professional maybe even they'd slap some makeup on you you know now I'm all shaggy my hair doesn't look good I'm in a room and you can see my comic books in the back and stuff I tried to get my cat in the scene because I wanted my cat to become famous yeah and she would not cooperate I, I put her on like the edge of the couch and she would move and I did that to her like three times oh, and she finally hissed at me. And I was like, why? <laughs> that's when the camera me? had turned on. Yeah, I'm fighting like, with the cat. He's ah. like, get on the damn camera. <laughs> but the reporter was very nice. And he said he knew the Mayfair because he went to journalism school at Carlton. So mm. he used to come here. And then over my shoulder, he goes, is that a comic book spinner rack? And so it was Mayfair adjacent because I got to tell the story of, yeah, it was in the basement under the candy bar. Because that used to be its own corner store, and that's where I stole it from. Hey, is that where it's from? That's where it's from, yeah. So once upon a time, when, and you know, there's no photos of this, because of course there was cameras back then, but we didn't have cameras in our pockets as we do now. I can't find a picture of the inside of that. We have a couple pictures of the outside of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But inside, there is a trap door, what we call the Heller. 
and down there is the Coke machine stuff and storage and cups <laughs> and whatever. Some mannequins for some reason. Some mannequins, yeah. <laughs> but that's where that's where the spinner rack was. Yeah. And so I guess it was it was there and then decades ago when that became the Mayfair's candy bar, it's just been sitting down there. It's just been sitting down there for it's, and then, it's pretty funny that just nobody was like, I don't want to deal with this. I can't believe like, no one <laughs> took it. And Lee was like, do you want this? I'm like, God, yes, yeah. I want this. It's great for the CTV thing because then you can t- you can be like, well, and actually as someone who creates comic books and you could drive and then, but then, then you're I like, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah, <laughs> hold up a copy of Zombies. <laughs> like, There's no time for this. We got to talk about the queen again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird world. And even like last night, I watched, I love Mr. Science Theater. And last night, two of the guys from Mr. Science Theater do a thing called, it's the Mads. It's the two guys who do the Mad Scientist, mm. Trace Bellow. And, oh, Frank uh, and Frank Conniff. And they did a thing last night, and it was 10 bucks, and they did Glenn or Glenda, and mm. a portion of the money went to charity. And then deservedly, they kept some because they've been, <laughs> you say. can't do stand-up and touring anymore, yeah. you know? It was super fun, and, and it's it's an interesting phenomenon. And I mentioned this to you before when I was watching another live geek thing like that, is it's akin to sports because nowadays, when I'm at home, and if I'm watching a Transformers episode at lunchtime, <laughs> I don't have to be at noon like mm-hmm. it could be 1207 1237 whatever but it's kind of neat to tune into one of these live events and you you pay your 10 bucks on paypal and then you have like the window counting down with yeah. the music and stuff and we saw that with like the 36 chambers stuff yeah yeah and there's a, a countdown and then the host comes on and there's like a scroll of youtube comments and just a hundred percent positive which is so nice yeah because they just, paid also yeah so. <laughs> yeah yeah they end up getting i think what they get it was like 2030 viewers hmm. so that's a nice little chunk of money for yeah, them yeah. and they were given a chunk of it to NAACP oh cool but it's just that like like that's what's good about going to the movies sitting down and making appointments with your friends and having a beginning middle and an end of something because hmm. when you're at home I bug going about it a lot like she's very guilty of looking at her phone a lot and we'll be watching Simpsons and she'll be looking at her phone and she'll miss the Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard yeah. you know or some subtitle or something. A lot of people are guilty of that. Or even just the, the simplicity of pausing something at home. Oh, I'm going to get a snack. Pause. Hmm. When you can't do that. Like, I couldn't do that watching the live Mad event last right. night. So, yeah, it's this world where I'm curious six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, how that's going to play. Like, stand-up comedy and kind of nerd Q&A events like that. Mm-hmm. Are they ever going to bother getting people to come to their studio anymore for the news? Because it's way easier just to get people to do it on their laptops. Yeah. Um, and the sound is shockingly good. The picture's not great, but the sound works fine. And I was just talking into my laptop, no additional microphone or whatever. But yeah, it's interesting now. Yeah. No, it's, I'm still blown away by the the Zoom dating thing. Like, it just, like, that's such <laughs> yeah. a smart adapting to a situation. I, I can't even believe. Well, like, I mean, I can believe I didn't think of that because, like, I haven't dated in, like, eight years or whatever. Yeah. But still, like, that's that's just such a brilliant, you know, and we're seeing a lot of, of that, like, just having to adapt to it. And, you know, and something as simple as, like, you know, like, I work at the courts and just so much of that was, like, this has to be in person. This has to be done certain ways. And now, like, there's literally no other way other Trial than by Zooming. Zoom. Exactly. And that's a that's the thing. So, like, for so much of that stuff, that's what they have to do. And, and it's just weird now because you're sort of stuck in this middle where you're, like, but this has to be done this certain way. But then you're also like, well, like it's not going to happen. And even as we speak right now, it's funny. I've been walking around the past week with a measuring tape because we set out footmarks in the cinema mm. and figuring out seats apart from each other. So I was in here last time I was in because I was like, oh, I think we could arrange this where Eric's back to his real job. So we have to schedule around that. 
And then I'm like, oh, but Andrew and I are working, so it'd be easy to get us all in here. So I'm sitting in here with the measuring tape measuring. If I sit here in the office and Andrew sits there. So right now we are in a seven foot or more apart from each other triangle. Yeah. And once upon a time, you wouldn't think about that. I would have set up some microphones. We'd be sitting around the table. Yeah, like, leaning over each other all the time. Coughing on each other all the time. Sharing the same tissues. So it's, it's, I don't know, part of me is like, I don't think it's, I think we can reach a spot of safety and just normally going to the cinema and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I think there's going to be hand sanitizer and more conscious thought of social distancing yeah. and more online jobs and online interaction. For sure. All that kind of stuff. And like the movie sign with the Mads guys last night, they said, and they're just two standout comedians. And there's this illusion that everybody who's a celebrity is rich. Mm-hmm. That's not true. These guys are comedy writers and stand up or not stand up, but like live performers and writers. Mm-hmm. One lives in New York. One lives in Minneapolis. I'm sure they're doing fine, but they're not. They don't got $3 million in the bank. Yeah. So they said they're going to do another one next month. They're going to do the Tingler. And oh. if this is their new business Ooh, model, the Tingler, the tingler. Yeah, right? it's very intriguing. <laughs> if their new business model is once a month, they do this, yeah. get 2000 people to tune in a month that pays their crew, their producer themselves. Yeah. I think they're mostly doing public domain movies, which is very smart. Right. And then they, you know, sell some t-shirts, sell some posters, and that could be their new business model versus touring for the next while. Yeah, at least a year, I would think. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I, who even knows? Like, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to come of anything, but it's uh, it's a pretty safe bet that things aren't going to be, like, close to normal till 2022, probably. Yeah. Like, not to say things won't exist in, you know, a somewhat similar way, but it's just... It's impossible to tell. Every day is an adventure, like not a good one, but yeah. yeah. Well, we've been open for a few days now. It's been very heartening in we're not packed or anything, but we've had almost 50 people sellouts a couple times. Mm. Some shows just five, 10 people. You must get so excited when you're at like 47 or something. You're like, hey, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. Yeah. But what's very nice is we haven't, you know, knock on wood, but I trust and admire and appreciate our patrons. Mm-hmm that not a single person, whether it's been a kid or a senior citizen, has walked in without a mask. Mm-hmm. Not a single person has walked through the front door without making use of the giant thing of hand sanitizer we have at the front door. No. Which I drink from. Yeah, every yeah. day, just, just in case. <laughs> the cartoonishly large thing. Yeah. And everyone, you know, making use of the footmarks and kind of tiptoeing around each other. and It's like it's lava or something. Like, exactly, oh, I didn't yeah. land on the mark. But it's very nice that a community of a diverse batch of people everybody's playing by the rules Mm -hmm. and not that i'm advocating for this but i've been getting tips in the box office wow which never happens weird (laughs) and i think it's just people and today bless their hearts three people came in and one of them said to each other like okay so what is this two seniors and a member and then the person paying went no, 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 just three normal tickets. Yeah. So people are doing those kind of little things that are just so nice. Yeah. And I know people, I know we sold uh, some posters, mm-hmm. a, a room DVD. I know people have been in just to buy popcorn and take it out because some people don't want to come back yet. Totally cool. But there's like, I'm going to buy some popcorn and bring it home. So I was like, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. So that it's just been, you know, we would rather we lived in a world where they were just like, hey, we're all cured. We're back for normal. Yeah, I'm but cured. I'm I mean, cured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's our whole life now. But uh, yeah, it's been nice. It's, it's been very nice to see some familiar faces and just 
playing movies again and having people thanking us for coming back and yeah and playing yeah, people have been really stuff. gracious like, yeah i was gonna ask if it's like how it's been for you and candy bar great it's yeah like, no people are really happy that we're back and everybody and and uh, right now we have Raina did this video which i should just post online if she's okay with it of like how to be in the candy bar because <laughs> basically like, we're using it's all this stuff you'd never thought of before but it's like so at like andrew will use tongs to mm. pick up a straw and hand it to you okay little things like that he used to do that for me like years ago to yeah be fair. i mean that's been our thing but sure i just hand i hand everything by tongue now yeah my tongs do you have your own tongs that you bring from home too like a personalized we've got like 20 tongs i don't know why we have so many tongs what? yeah we have the most the large amount of the weirdest things like we just accumulate random things i, I should chain them to my keys or something oh man like my a belt. little tongue person yeah. tongues or something. tongue man oh man I were love they it. left over from rentals when there was like a caterer in here probably or i mean that does sound right that's why we got that gumball machine when that film crew was in here they left behind a gumball machine. i know and i do want that i'm very excited about that movie if that ever that was a christmas movie right yeah so from what i understand i mean editing a movie and slapping the score onto it especially for like a tv movie like that happens pretty fast so right. i'm sure we'll hear i know a friend of mine worked on it but as early as i don't know when do christmas movies come out like october i was gonna say <laughs> like, like honestly i'm pretty sure because like november for sure but i think some trickle in in october and i'm like yeah hey hey you know you know what month october is like we don't want any of that christmas unless yeah. it's black christmas that that is acceptable <laughs> in october but i still think that's that's a december only thing but I, I wish for a world where they would come here and do a like cast and crew screening. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, I forgot the thing. <laughs> Did you turn the answering machine on? Everyone's excited. Even the answering machine. You can't get enough. Use your tongues to shut it off. <laughs> I can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. <laughs> it's all good. Well, at least you know what's playing tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just turn it down. <laughs> no one amazing. will know my shame. Look, the important thing is we've been getting amazing stuff. Yeah. And people have been like losing their minds. I mean, even if... It's, there's an element of that of people who are just sort of sharing, who are like, you know, yeah, I'm not ready to come myself, but they're sharing it and like getting the word out there. It's been pretty great to see and, and not surprising, to be honest. Like we have really good clientele. and Okay, that's a good segue. Let's, because we have a little bit of a limited time here because that's true. Andrew and I are working. So we're watching the clock of when yeah. Trip to Greece ends we where we got to run back out and go to work. We never even talked about movies for the first 20 minutes of yeah. the podcast. I was more interested talking about online dating for Andrew. So, I, mean, that's, 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 <laughs> I can't wait till one of them comes in to get candy. They're like, it's the guy from the Zoom date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait for that one. No, actually, just one final thing about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to one girl and I'm like, oh, yeah, because I, I, I tell her, what do, you, what do you do for a living? I'm like, yeah. oh, I work at a movie theater. And the girl looked at me. She's like, Mayfair? Oh, wow. I'm like, yeah. So I guess I got recognized. Oh, man. That's that. And she still kept talking to you. I guess hopefully. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm quasi famous. There you go, man. <laughs> Internet famous. One person came in and, oh, my God, they said, they recognized my voice, I guess. And she said something like, the podcast has really kept me going over the last four months. And I was oh, just wow. like choked up almost. I was like, man. oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and you were like, I, I'm glad that you love the Mayfair podcast. She's like, oh, no, not the Mayfair podcast. I'm just, I'm the, the one I've been listening to has really gotten me through this. I was like, this. oh. You have a podcast? <laughs> What's a podcast? Anyway, movies. Movies. July 24th through July 30th, 2020. We have, oh, my God, so many movies. And you got to remember, too, we have to skew this because we can only have 50 people in per show. That's true. So we're learning with this curve here. But so you might see something in the future where we're just playing four old movies in one week. We'll see how this goes. So we have... Two Ottawa premieres. One is called First Cow, and one is called Abe. Abe is a New York City kid with a troubled family. It's a light drama. Uh, it's the kid, one of the kids from Stranger Things. Hmm. 
And oh, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, yeah. It looks really good. Just as, it's like grandparents want him to do this. Other grandparents of a different religion want him to do that. He just wants to be left alone and learn how to be a chef. And that's the story. It looks like a nice, especially for nowadays, a nice, pleasant little story. Is it the kid who get, is it Winona Ryder's son? It is this, it, on the show. Uh, the one who gets, will right? Yeah, the kid who gets gets into the upside down world yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then first cow is I don't know if you would classify it as a western, but it's like a period piece about pioneer times, and I believe about the importance of the cow. Hmm. <laughs> it's supposed to be great. Like I've, I've heard yeah. really really good stuff about that. It rolled out just before the lockdown, so it managed to get. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, a nominee at the Berlin Film Festival, and it's from a director who was a Grand Jury Prize nominee at Sundance back a few years back. So it's one of those movies that I think would have had a bigger push, but then the lockdown happened and it kind of limboed. Hmm. So it's the weird thing where we get to Ottawa premiere it now because no one else is open right as we speak. Man, so first cow, love it. Then we have three kind of retro classics, The Karate Kid, The Thing, and... Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. <laughs> what a triple bill. What a triple bill. <laughs> Man. I haven't seen Karate Kid in an age. Like yeah. I might not have seen Karate Kid since VHS in the mid-late 80s. I, yeah, I'd say. I might have seen it on TV like when I was yeah in, like 10 or something. That might be the last time. Yeah. Actually, that's true. It might have been back when you, know, you had nothing but free time on your hands. <laughs> yeah. And I'd go to my friend's house during the summer and he'd have like the movie channel. Mm-hmm. So we'd watch stuff like that over and over and over again that's probably last time it was in that kind of rotation but it's just such a quintessential 80s teen versus bullies yeah that kind of 80s pop song from the director of rocky which is very telling like it's a very rocky-esque movie yeah and the fact that that it's become like a huge franchise with cobra kai is is yeah ridiculous yeah Yeah, like it's unbelievable and i do believe that's coming on netflix so you can come Hmm. in Watch that and then go watch Cobra Amazing. Kai. And then watch the next Karate Kid for all you Hillary Swank fans yeah. out there. <laughs> Pre-Oscar. And then The Thing, of course, is a masterpiece. Man, one of the best horror movies of all time, easily. And yes. I think it's proof of three things that I always argue about. Is that not all sequels are... No, sorry, not all sequels. Not all remakes are a terrible idea. Also sequels. You were right about and that. Sequels even if it's too, not yes. what you meant to say. Just because critics don't like it when it comes out doesn't mean it won't have a legacy. And just because a movie flops doesn't mean it's bad. Right. Like, because this movie, the poor thing, like, the poor thing, <laughs> the poor thing. <laughs> no pun right. intended, is that it was like strike three. It was like critics didn't like it. It made no money. And it was a remake. So a lot of people go like stick their nose up at that. Yeah. But then cut to by the time I was in high school and watching the thing here, it was a full on cult phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And thank God that it didn't hurt Kurt Russell and John Carpenter's career because on the heels of that... They both went on to do so many cool things. Yeah. But imagine if that had been like, no, back to TV movies with you guys. Go make yeah. another Elvis movie. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. We need to show that next, uh, apparently. I've never... Have you seen that? No, actually, I have no. it on DVD, oh, but I've never, I've never watched it. Man. So that's the worst then for you, because you actually own it, and you haven't seen I it. I should... Like, well, yeah, I should... Uh... It's kind of legendary that it was... Apparently, like, it's quite good. Yeah. yeah like, it, And it was of that age that we're almost kind of back to now, where... Through most of our lives, TV movies have kind of been like, uh, TV movies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either been like kind of exploitive kind of stuff, Harlequin romance kind of stuff, or Christmas movies. Yeah. But in the 70s, they still had, you know, it was like that John Carpenter Elvis movie and Spielberg's Duel. Oh, yeah. There was still stuff happening that was 
not just the kind of cliche that they are now. No, like some really like creepy stuff too, like like Bad Ronald and like a lot of like thriller horror, like not scary horror, but you know, like gargoyles and stuff. Like Killdozer. Like, yeah, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, like all those. Like yeah. there's so many where, and it's, it's, it's a neat little subgenre that, you know, is just Agfa is distributing a 90s TV movie called Death of a Cheerleader with Tori Spelling. Oh, yeah. Huh. I okay. saw that back in the day. I remember that one. And yeah, if you go on YouTube, they've made a trailer for it. Oh, Agva. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> what will we do without you? That's a whole other thing. Yeah, we, we need to get it. It some... looks sort of Mean Girls-ish. Yeah. But based on a true story, it. apparently. Crazy. Is it an Aaron Spelling production or, or no? Uh, well, there's that... no such thing as nepotism in Yeah, yeah. For, for some reason, she seemed to be in a lot of Aaron Spelling productions <laughs> yeah, early on. I don't know. Quite what... a coincidence. Yeah, so weird. Who knows? Maybe we'll have that on screen in yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, but we need we to get that. We should try and get that. Yeah, That'd be funny. Yeah. Get back in the Agfa train. And then Ghidorah is an amazing Godzilla movie. I came to see Godzilla, and you kind of forget it's saying it's not fun isn't fair, but it's not <laughs> it's not like a goofy, campy thing. Not at all. It really feels, and there's some scenes in it of people in the carnage of the aftermath, yeah. and this little Japanese kid all kind of covered in soot and all yeah. beat up, and you're like, yeah, this is terrifying it's because it's the atomic bomb. You can yeah. see, and it was made a decade after that happened, so this society made this movie that really represented that. And it's so funny to think that two, three, five, ten, twenty movies later, it became full on guys in suits hitting each other camp. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's like that. I've seen the world premiere of that one. And I was just like, wow. Because hey, you just get so used to silly Godzilla and Gadzuki and stuff. And you see that and you're like, wow, this is a real movie. Like yeah. this is a real like bleak, not fun, not yeah, funny yeah. movie. <laughs> so yeah, these ones and the ones we have coming up, like Destroy All Monsters are a bit bit more fun yeah and there's still i mean color. it's a classic yeah 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 it's it's you know the, it, it spans a lot that godzilla series you know but yeah it's gonna get more silly don't worry is raymond burr in the japanese version or that's just the, the no US? that that's totally they took the japanese version and were like not enough white people in this movie yeah and just shoehorned them in there <laughs> it's so bad so yeah the original version is all subtitles all in japan it's, it's a lot shorter too isn't it like i yeah. believe so yeah because because yeah. they put in a whole bunch of like raymond burr pointing out a window and going godzilla yeah, if he thinks he's seen a monster, he's had too much sake. They, <laughs> you're like, wow. There's another Japanese, like, there's like a tidal wave movie. Right. I forget what it's called in Japan, but Roger Corman bought it and released oh, it as yeah. tidal wave. And it's like, we'll take Lauren Green from Bonanza, mm. who's also from Ottawa, incidentally. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, shoot some, we'll, we'll shoot some scenes with uh, Lauren Green as like a UN guy <laughs> sitting in an office like, oh, what am I going to do about this tidal wave? Yeah. And just they dump like they'd shake the set and dump like cheap plastic you know cheap like just junk random, yeah just like, junk to make it seem like there was a, a tidal wave happening i was just reading about that last week i'd never heard of that and i just it's, it's so spooky that you just brought that up because someone was like someone who did the original one i guess there's a new adaptation of one of their other works and so they were talking about the tidal wave monstrosity which yeah. i've never seen yeah. kind of i might have to now that andrew yeah. mentioned it but uh, and then quickly, I'll just mention, we're trying out doing a Saturday night cinema, free for members, members only, on Saturday the 25th. If you listen to this podcast in a timely manner, mm. you can come check that out. I don't know what it is. Nobody <laughs> knows what it is. I know what it is. Oh, do you? Well, Andrew knows well, what it is. He knows he can't too tell much. You. Yeah, so that's our week. It's a crazy week. It kind of looks like a schedule we would have normally. And in the weeks coming up, you might see us just being all classics. We're going to have more festivals. We just announced a Bruce Lee festival. We're going to run out of time. We'll talk about this next week. we got lots of time to talk about this. we got Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which is bonkers. Never, yeah. never thought we would get that. Maybe it's a good sign that Disney will look at that and be like, wait a minute, Warner Brothers, 
Sony, Paramount, everybody else lets their movies out. Yeah. We should do that too. Yeah. On the ones that we'll for sure get 50 for that. I don't want to jinx it, but I feel yeah, like. Probably. We might even have to, like, you know, there might you, be like a cutoff. We like might get 51. To, we're like, sorry, bud. <laughs> we might have sorry. to turn some people away. <laughs> Can't yeah, do it. I, think I, I put Raina on it because I've been so busy, but Raina's looking into the advanced ticket thing. And so maybe not for this Friday, but for the next, I think we'll probably be set up for that where you can just go online and get a ticket we won't be increasing our prices but then you might have to pay like a buck 25 service fee mm-hmm. so i think hopefully that'll average out for people yeah. that well, that'll be good to be in the box office less you know not, yeah. not less contact you know just yeah and people could just come in, in faster and flash the thing at us we have a we'll have a checklist saying like okay your number is six five seven two john smith click good you know nice so it'll be pretty easy so that that's coming yeah, so we're week one into this brave, new, horrible world, and things are okay so far. Everyone's still alive. Yes. So, yeah, thanks for coming, people who did come out. Thanks for coming soon, people who are going to visit us in the near future. We're going to wrap this up, because Andrew and I got to get back to work. It sounds like ending music. Yeah, yeah I could hear that it ending music It has for, like, horizon. half an hour, to be fair, yeah. but, yeah, I think it really is. So, thanks very much for listening. Keep in touch. As always, check out our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We'll have news of all the upcoming stuff and stuff like our advanced tickets when that is set up our friends at house of targ might be open up soon but if they're not yet you can still stop in on weekends and pick up stuff or order in advance for your pierogi fix we'll see you back here next week for another announcement of new movies actually screening on a screen at the mayfair Woo! thanks everybody bye 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 hopefully next week we can get attack of the clones oh that's great (laughs) that's everyone's favorite star wars you loved empire here's the second best one 100,000 years ago, it came to our galaxy. Trapped in the wasteland of Antarctica, it could not escape. Now, it is free to become one of us. John Carpenter's The Thing, rated R.